listening to a podcast of the Geek.io Media Network. For all of our shows and more, visit geek-io.net. And to help support the network, head over to patreon.com slash geek.io. Hello, gentle listener. While Geek.io holds its talent to the highest standards, what follows will likely involve the sort of language usually reserved for sailors on leave. If you're of a delicate disposition, then perhaps you would consider a different podcast. Now for a lesson. Konbanwa, Anime Attacker Show Yokoso. Good evening. Welcome to the Anime Attacker Show. You may have heard these words before, but I'll teach you what they really mean. Remember, we will be discussing all episodes up to the ones we talk about tonight. Hanata goes to Koda Okinara Soyo. If you don't mind spoilers, welcome. I really need to put a tag at the end of that one so it's not just an immediate drop because that's one of my pet peeves on outro intros. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Hello, everybody. Talker Show, episode number five. Gumbabwa, Minasen. How be everybody? Pretty number decent. Five is alive. Just barely. I have, I have Christmas cookies. Yay, Christmas cookies. I have tea. Also streaming in my PJs because I needed PJs after today. No, I, I feel you. Um, yeah, I, I too am in the, the JFPs. Though I realize that I am uh, dressed akin to woman where uh, my pants don't have pockets and it drives me crazy. It made me very sad. Yeah, <laughs> you know the struggle now. The struggle is real. I've always felt bad about not women's clothes not having pockets. But I, I go to put my phone in my pocket, just hits the floor. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Oh, fuck my pajamas that Rachel got me for Christmas don't have pockets. My pajamas that I got for Christmas glow in the dark. Yay! Yes, That's they pretty do. baller. And they glow really brightly. Like, if he just sleeps under a sheet, you can see them outside of the sheet. That's kind of ridiculous. Oh, man. Uh, so, of course, uh, this is Anime Otaku Show, episode number five. I'm your host, CJ. We shelled him! Boat. Joining me, of course, in the magical world of anime are Josh. My urge to chase them is rising. McGrath. Yes. Yes, it is. Carrie. I thought she was a quiet girl, but she might actually be a Wolverine. Wilcox. <laughs> Hi. Justin, I want to buy a penguin. I don't need to buy a penguin. I am a penguin. Careful. <laughs> and of course, behind the scenes is the uh, lovely and talented producer, Raul. You're not in the salamander, are you, Garza? <laughs> <laughs> He's in Texas. He might as well be. He might as well be. A frozen salamander, kind of like here, apparently. Uh, we got a pretty short line show because so, a bunch of shows are ending. Uh, tonight's shows? I was doing a thing, Justin. Jeez. Oh, go ahead then. Jeez. <laughs> that was not an indirect fling to you. <laughs> I'll give you a break because you're the newbie. Um, yeah, we got a pretty short show. Not uh, an indirect. A bunch fling of shows to are ending. Just to pay attention to the show notes. I'll give you a. This is like I was. I was in the show notes for once. <laughs> All right, fine, drama queen. What are we talking about tonight? Okay, so uh, despite. You know, this this call kind of being really wonky for me. I hope all of this actually goes through my first try. Let's see. 
Food Wars, The Third Plate, Season 3, Episode 12, The One Who Aims for the Summit. Juni Tizen, Zodiac War, The One Wish That Must Be Granted, and The 99 That Can Be Done Without. And The Ancient Magus Bride, Season 1, Episode 12, Better to Ask the Way Than Go Astray. Indeed. Oh, man. Um, so, uh, we'll go in order this time. Food Wars. We shelled them. I really hope that actually went through and you guys just haven't lost me. Yeah, and I think you might not be able to hear us. Poor Justin. Oh, yeah. (laughs) My connection is getting really dumb. I might actually have to switch my stream. (laughs) The delay is fantastic. This is the best. Hey, Justin, how did you feel about Food Wars? It's real bad. It's good. (laughs) The delay is fantastic. I want to say that was intentional. It It was absolutely intentional. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, I didn't take a lot of notes for this because this episode actually had me enthralled pretty much the entire time. Um, uh, I loved the judging scene of this of the of their uh, little faux shokugeki. Fokugeki. Fokugeki. Um, the fokugeki. Though the uh, the faking uh, the the um the booby parts were a little heavy handed and lasted longer than normal because I'm guessing hey it's the season finale we have to push the boobs to the limit. It was still better than the changing sequence because at least it was consistent with the quote-unquote rules of this universe. Though normally they get like the explanations of things, like they start putting clothes back on during the explanation of things. Not in this one! (laughs) Um, Though after this episode, I'm officially a fangirl of Tsukasa. Yeah, he's pretty. He's super pretty. It's, uh, there you go, bang ad title. (laughs) Um, yeah, Tsukasa is best antagonist. Yeah, I I absolutely love him in that role. Um, I don't know if he ever becomes like part of the the shonen group or not. Um, but I I love him as an antagonist because he's my favorite kind of antagonist that is just not like outright evil, but you, there, there's just enough dark darkness there to uh, make him you know the focusing point. Well, it's not even that it's dark. He's just, he is the type of person who is convinced that his mindset is correct. And it's just that his mindset is the one that directly conflicts with what we like about the series. Yeah. He's a sympathetic character. He's just one that directly opposes everything our protagonist believes in. And he has a glorious uh, set of nipples himself. <laughs> first nipples on uh no second but like second nipples normally they cover up even uh the male nipples but no the uh sukasa was in his gloriousness and nipples were flared though so i will take it as a heavy testament to soma's skills that he managed to get a uh a shirt opening on the first seat yeah yeah a, a partial stripping 
A partial stripping is still something. Yeah, partial stripping is still stripping. Oh, oh, oh that's oh foreplay, God. baby. Yeah, it is. Carrie K- 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 knows about some partial stripping that happens later. <laughs> Shut up, manga readers. Jesus. Um, also, it's drink so, for manga. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Um, I, I wish, I wish I could. No, no, you don't. <laughs> no, drink for manga reference. He means oh. Um, it's um, uh, the the food in this one though. I'm not a huge fan of venison. Um, and I've had it very well prepared. Um, so I would not be trying this one. Um, by the way, I made my uh, salmon kobliak, and it was good nice. oh god i even made i even found out a way to uh make the spinach crepe and oh i wish i would have streamed it but it was literally at a spur of the moment that i just like hey i have salmon i have everything to make this i'm just doing this and i just did it and it's real good no regrets no regrets no regrets, uh, no regrets. I'll make it again and I'll actually stream it this time. And unlike my normal streams where it's like, I have no idea what I'm doing or if this is going to work out, it will actually be something that I'm versed in doing. Um, but coffee on venison, proving coffee makes everything better. Coffee does make everything better. I will take your word for that. I've, I've recently gone to the point where um, I actually will just drink coffee with just milk. Or just heavy cream, no sugar. Ever since starting this keto diet, there you go. It's the exact opposite of all the foods that you find on a on Chukageki no Soma. Well, I guess <laughs> actually, both of the dishes that were shown in this could be considered low carbohydrate. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because most of them they they had very little um, garnish to either one of them. Yeah, it was the only mostly... the only thing that probably would have had any kind of was the berry sauce. Yeah. And even that being natural carbs would have been is, you know, not nearly as bad as like, hey, having a served over pasta or rice or something. Right. Um, also, can, can we talk about the awesome visual uh, interplay we have uh, talking about Sukasa as a villain where they play his light against Azami's shadow? Jesus, M-Beam. Holy crap. Negative <laughs> uh, 13 where M-Beam is. And wow. Here we're complaining that it's like 30-something. <laughs> M-Beam, are you in Ohio? Right? Um, yeah, I do love that a lot. Like, every every time uh, Sukasa is portrayed in the fantasy realm, it's always as the White Knight. And then uh, you see the scene where he's talking to a zombie, and you get the clash of all black and all white. Hey, MB this from Ohio. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. You have my condolences. Right? Do yeah, you both, have your escape planned yet? Bo- both Josh and I are from uh, Ohio ourselves, MB. Man, we escaped to Florida. You're welcome. I have a bed. It's comfortable. You, uh, can, you can join the TBCJ. Yeah, indeed. Uh, the TBCJ is always looking for new cult members. Um, in fact, I would like to make it more of a cult. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It, yeah, it, it, it absolutely, like, it, it, it is fantastic watching those two, like, communicate, and yeah, the absolute, like, pure evilness that is Azami, and, uh, you know, the, he's just there for the perfect food, 
and that happens to be you know his that i mean he's a paladin really I and mean, paladin is his aesthetic <laughs> yeah he he is literally a paladin of food so it's like he and sometimes paladins suck like they just <laughs> a, your stereotypical paladin is so focused on his god in this case Sukasa's god is food that nothing else matters and he will take down anything in his way to get there and meanwhile we get to see just how batshit crazy azami is mm-hmm. that that the last scene right there is one of my favorite scenes in the entire series it, it, yeah, it's a pretty great scene, and I especially liked. Uh, I had made a little commentary to Carrie while uh, we were watching it, because you know the ending theme starts to kick in, and yeah. I'm just like, tonight's percussion brought to you by the sound of Ariana's head exploding, right? <laughs> and also various body parts of her becoming erect and/or moist. Um, <laughs> this guy I already started to have a crush on is that guy that I have a super weird dad <laughs> crush on, son. Oh my god. Lady Boner Maxima! Uh, Azami 2. Yes, Azami 2. Azami totally has a man boner for Soma all of a sudden. It's a weird, like, I'm going to creepily stalk my rival's son now because man boner. Uh, the, the Nakiris have a serious uh, a serious uh, affinity for that uh, Hira D. Oh yeah. So he he's not a Nakiri anymore. He's just claiming to be one. Oh, I mean, he's it's hereditary. Yeah, he's, he's not a member of the family. He's a son-in-law, and he's an ex-son-in-law at that. Did they? Say well, that? where do you think Irina gets it then? It's hereditary. <laughs> yes it it was it was stated earlier on that oh. he was a son-in-law that he married into the family. Um, his yeah. original name was Nakamura, Nakamura Azami. Nakamura. I just missed the part where they, they, uh, her dad and mom got separated or divorced or she died or whatever. Nobody well, knows. I mean, gra- Grandpa kicked him out of the family. Well, yeah. he was exiled. Yeah, Japan and their weird, not maybe legally separation, but you know, <laughs> family patriarch. All- I don't know. <laughs> For for all intents and purposes, whether or not it was legal, he is an ex son in law. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You. It is absolutely. You're all absolutely right. Yeah. There. There is a massive. I mean, between hate boner and lady boner going on here, uh, all aimed towards soma and. Uh, it, it's a. Uh, it's a proxy side boner. Oh yeah. Yes. And it's it's not just a hate boner. Is the thing like. This guy is straight up obsessed with Joey Chudo. Yeah, it was that was made plainly obvious, and like it, it was that it was that weird like mind break moment when uh, when someone's like, "Yeah, that's, that's my dad, you guys," and uh, this real smooth nonchalant. Yeah. Just so you know, uh, Joey Chudo is my dad. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> um, uh, it, it was it was glorious, and I, this is absolutely no hate on how they end this season. I'm just upset that they ended the season. <laughs> hey, at least we only have to wait like two months. Yeah, it's uh spring season that they're bringing that back, right? Yeah, I okay. mean, I think so. I and 
knowing what comes next, I know why they ended it here because there's really no good ending point between the next episode and where we're at in the manga. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. And it's and this is a great I mean like this the the bomb drop that, you know, making everybody realize, oh, right, like Jurichiro being the um you know the hermit the the weird reclusive hermit that he is like that's right none of these people actually know that soma's his kid he just showed up on the island five years later and just had a kid suddenly and they yelled at him for trying to take somebody else's kid and beam is also bringing it to our attention that we're still uh showing charity stream for new year's eve oh bro supposed to fix the thing he, he says he just changed it so <laughs> oh, okay um <clears throat> Yes, it, it, it's, it is the, yeah, it is the fact that, oh yeah, these guys really don't know pretty much anything about Soma other than the Polar Star dudes. Including who the fuck his mom is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, to most of, to most of the culinary world, he's just this weird ass kid who showed up and started With knocking everybody's panties off. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, exactly. He he just came in, just started knocking people's clothes off left, right, and sideways, including the god tongue. And like, yeah, nobody so knew. So hard that she didn't even want to admit it at first. Sundar, um, not like I liked it, Baka. Um, it um, uh, yeah, it just, yeah, <laughs> it, it it just clicked on me like when I'm like, oh yeah, man, nobody knows anything about this weird kid. Um, and then, I, yeah, and then Arena's like, what? And all the Polar Star people are like, oh, yeah, here's a picture. <laughs> you didn't know that? No, no, you idiots. I just got here. Like five, like five episodes ago, we were still kind of enemies. <laughs> Except for Soha. Uh, Soha I mean, it, it's it's not that there's no moms at all, Raul. We've seen uh, Tarokoro's mom once or twice. Uh, a couple glimpses of uh, Alice's mom, and yeah. of course we have Spice Mom. Yeah, Sp Spice Mom, who isn't actually a mom. Uh, <laughs> she wants to be. Oh, she wants to be a mom, and also totally, absolutely, um, the hell's that? The 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 uh, frick, the 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 want to bang your mom syndrome. The, the the other she, side she of the wants, Oedipus complex. Yeah, the Oedipus. Jo she, she absolutely Jocasta. wants. <laughs> Jocasta is Oedipus's mom. That's what you're thinking yeah, of. Right. Thank you. <laughs> she absolutely um, wants to change her name to Jocasta and uh, his name to Oedipus, and also, you know, <laughs> she um, wants that cinnamon stick. Oh yeah, she wants that spice asshole. Um, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um. <laughs> Also, like, I still think it's great how Polar Star has just completely embraced Arena and are now regularly subjecting her to a barrage of food. And, uh, and unlike, annual. And, and unlike Soma, it's actually good food. They're trying. Like Soma to, tries to sometimes. Fair, to be yeah. fair, he only throws, you know, the disgusting dishes at the people he really cares about. Exactly. So she hasn't got one yet. He, she I, needs to be in there for one more episode before she gets the uh, the the, 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 the tentacle. squid tentacles. Yeah, the tentacle pancakes or something. Um, it, it's it is it's really hilarious. Like I'm so in love. Like it, this season has been really, really, really great. And even with 
doing this show with you guys now and every episode hearing just wait till it catches up to the manga <laughs> which by the way <clears throat> be prepared for this time next month when i'm telling you the same exact thing about seven deadly sins <laughs> um yeah i i cannot hate where this end where this show ended <laughs> no and at least, because aren't we getting uh, My Hero and Shokugeki so, back this spring? Um, yes. My Hero is in April. Yeah. And I think, well, like, that's what uh, isn't Shokugeki also April for next season? Maybe. <laughs> the, the, the person who has the answer to this question froze. So. Okay. <laughs> oh, my eyes are hurting me. That's the reason why I keep taking my glasses. <laughs> I've had a headache for three days straight now. Um, on, Shokugeki season four. Boop, 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 boop. Um, yeah, April. So we're getting all of the Shonen bullshit in April. Yay, Shonen bullshit. But hey you guys, know what we're getting my, this uh, month? My, my, my connection is, is uh, running to the point where uh, zoom is automatically closing out so uh, i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to kick it for the night jeez <laughs> dude hey justin bye justin reboot your computer um i have no idea if you guys are actually it's not, it's not working <laughs> I, I it turned off and i did it again and it's just really bad <laughs> Good night, guys. Raul, you get to come in. Bye. Good night, Justin. Love you. Bye. Raul, Raul. Take it. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. A new challenger appears. Bump, 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 bump. Yeah, so well, Justin getting... is evolving. <laughs> we are getting. And CJ's head just got split in two on Twitch. <laughs> yeah, we're getting both Shon uh, Shokugeki and uh, My Hero for our april season so uh <clears throat> we're gonna need a real good comfy show to contrast all of this epic shonenness oh yeah i have to look i have to look for weird comfiness come around so um, we've got my hero shokugeki um seven deadly uh, sins yeah depending on that well yeah given how popular that one is you're probably going to get a 24 episode season for that one um not been confirmed yet but given how no that was no, it was twenty-four. Um, yeah, you got two. You got twenty-four episode season one, so you're probably gonna get twenty-four episode season two, and then we'll we'll find uh, that season's MMO junkie when we get around to it. Hopefully, uh, yeah. Hopefully, there's something there worth watching. Uh, just as long as we don't get another Junie Tyson. <sighs> yeah. Speaking of, let's go ahead. What? Oh, Before that, um, just really quick, I want to give a shout out to Arena's new Japanese voice actress. Since we've had all season now to see her performance, um, I think she's doing a really great job. She's blended seamlessly with the cast. Um, Arena's first voice actress had to retire from the industry due to health concerns. Oh. And yeah, so wish her all the best, obviously. Um, and the new actress is doing a really good job. Since you didn't even know that, I'm guessing that she's done an even better job than I realized. Yeah, like, well, I, I've made a comment on before. It's because the intonation, I know just enough Japanese to enjoy these shows um, to where like voice actors 
there unless it is a very drastic change i don't pick up on it and the fact that it wasn't says hey this this she got real good by the way uh <clears throat> yeah um rest in peace uh bulma's voice actress the new one definitely sounds very different oh <laughs> um not bad but very different um but yeah yeah I'm not sure I would have noticed if I hadn't known coming into it that there was a new voice actress. Yeah. Um, so, shall we finish up Junie Tyson? Yes, please. 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 Um, all right. <clears throat> Let me pull up my notes here. Um, hashtag just Japan things. Of course, the fate of the world and every uh, intelligent decision made by a, a high school student because Japan. Um, oh, showing off more of his power. Oh, yeah. Like, um, I do really like how they explained Rat's power in this episode. Um, I desperately want to cover a, a good, like, solid cover of this opening, by the way. Like, I just want, like, Jonathan Young, Pelek, Caleb Hiles, just somebody just rock the shit out of this opening. It probably won't happen because this is a garbage fire of an anime. You mean I'm rock <laughs> that shit? It would sound so awesome. Um, Josh saw what I did there. Flush heard. It. So yeah, Rat's power is explaining the wishes. Really cool. Um, so it, coming in, first wish, I want all of them dead. Pop. All right, cool. Just kidding. Sweet. <laughs> Ah, uh, that was great. It was. You had some really funny moments in this in this finale. Yeah. Um, I couldn't tell if that was him actually using the power from the get-go or if he was stockpiling wishes to use the power all at once and just logicking his way through it. I don't know. Um, I actually thought that scene in the, uh, in the I Want Them All Dead was him just like... Being day, a teenager. Yeah. Possibly. Because I, I do like that he's doing the intelligent thing here and thinking about his wishes and not just being like, oh, I want a harem like Boar was. Oh my God. Speaking of, can you imagine that voice actress's contract? Come in first episode and last episode and you get to be a completely different person for the last episode. Okay. It, it had a bad start. I mean, the whole series was not great. The last Dumpster three... Fire. The last three episodes. Yeah, <clears throat> two and a half. Um, this one still wasn't great. <laughs> but then it goes back and reuse and like, what would your wish be? The uh, yes. going back and asking all the other competitors. So okay, dude's power isn't just thinking of you know alternate timelines. It's actually creating alternate timelines. Yep, and living through them and having a completely photographic memory of each one of them until he dies in it. Yeah, so his, and then like one of his dreams, be, one of his wishes possibility being a thousand of those, dear God. Um, but I like how immediately he was like, wait, no, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, but yeah, like each of these are actually a, a full-blown timeline and that is, amazing like the fact that they've been hiding that that could have been really cool to play with the entire series exactly that, oh that that could have turned into 
Because oh they could have been, you could have been thinking like, oh, which timeline are we in? Exactly. And, which is the real one? But no, that would take planning and writing effort. and proper, yeah, an effort. Um, though, again, Boar being, I want a harem! <laughs> like, that was never in her character at the first episode. So, like, where the hell did that come from? Like, that was never even insinuated by her. And then that was her wish? No. Fuck. Why? Why? I do. You know what I do love is his reaction when he asks Rabbit. And Rabbit's like, I want everyone to be my friend. And you see Rat like, um, that sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> and he only found one timeline where he actually lived, right? Yeah, all of the rest he died. Every single one of them he died in. Which means he now remembers himself dying horrifically 99 times. You mean yeah. uh, boring. Boringly dying 99 times. These yeah, dance- some of them, like, the old fights, given how we actually had, you know, fights in the alternate timelines, those were pretty cool to watch. Yeah, but, like, the actual fights, I mean, they were boring. They, they were, like, just... Well, that's what I'm so saying. Quickly. Like, the alternate fights were more interesting than what happened in the entire rest of the series. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, Ox kicking the shit out of the dragon and snake twins. Yeah. That would have been so cool to watch. And like so much more character development for 11 of the characters in this last episode. And then they shit on Tiger, but that's the, no, 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 no. You fucking ruined Tiger in this last episode. <sighs> Like, we made this big deal, well, I made this big deal last episode, you know, where, you know, yeah, some women would think, you know, I want to kiss, but, you know, I want to die like a warrior. I want to be a warrior. I want to be respected. And then her, her, her freaking wish would have been, I wanted to make out with Ox. I got the I got the impression that her wish was, I want him to acknowledge me. Because at the end, Rat was like, oh, well, you got your wish. Because yeah, that, that was what that, she... That was... That was what she was pushing for the whole time. It read it read completely different for me. Um, but the fact, um, since this is the end of the series, hopefully no season two. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna get another like. Um, um, uh, given the, how little this was reviewed, even in like the Japanese critics, like I doubt this is going to be a. Uh, yeah, but even even though I mean, Ox doesn't even remember her at all, all the way to the end. He yeah. remembers her. Yeah, he remembers her. He just didn't think that it was the same girl up until the end. Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah. Didn't realize it was her. So, speaking of character development. Fucking dog. Oh, my God, dog. <laughs> he was such a good boy. He was such a good boy. He took care of this girl that wasn't even his. Like, oh. worked his ass off to make this little girl happy. And that's oh. all that mattered to him. She was his, though. Like, she wasn't his biologically, but he claimed her as his daughter. Yeah, and just worked so hard for her. Entered this contest for her. And just... Oh, oh my God! Where was that this whole time? Exactly! Where were these characters? Where was Chicken actually worrying about who she could possibly be? Like... They had, I mean, they should have spread this all out through the entire series instead of cramming it into one. I mean, yes, they all had their backstories, but uh, not the greatest. Apparently, no, they didn't. 
Well, like these uh, these backstories that we got for the characters were superficial at best. Yeah, well, we didn't get a monkey. Look what happened to her. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Okay, we had two episodes of Dragon and Snake. Two. True. And we got more backstory, more character development out of them in this than the two episodes we had dedicated to them. In two minutes than in two episodes. Exactly. That is the problem that I had with this entire series. Wrapped up. Everything wrong with this series is encapsulated in this episode because this is what they could have been admittedly still some of it not great but oh my god like this could have been good and do do you think it would have been better if they like no one died up until episode 10 or 11 oh no you 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 had to have the you had to have the deaths, at, uh, at least one or two each episode. Yeah, I mean you could have spread them out. You know, had an arc for kind of each character. Admittedly, that would have pushed us to a longer season. And it would have been better that way. Exactly. This is this is one of the few shows that, given how they express the fact that they actually have talent in the last three episodes, <laughs> there's talent there. Animation was good and solid, and writing was solid. The voice actors were great, except for Barb, because that was a really weird choice, but whatever. It could have been great, and if they would have put that kind of effort into this, and they could have made this a 24-episode season, and have had it be really good. Mm. <laughs> yeah, this is just... I, 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 I guess they, they... I think they had the money, but they just played it safe. They didn't try anything. What were you saying, Josh? Now that I'm thinking about it, they, they very vaguely and metaphorically gave you a bit of uh, dog's back backstory with the little girl in the uh, the ending credits when they're when they're showing those brief one shot images of the individual characters. Yeah. If you look when it's showing dog's picture, he's sitting on a park bench in a you know like a parka in the snow, and there's a puppy near him. Yeah. When they're showing uh, Horse, he's building a ship in a bottle, which takes a phenomenal amount of skill and patience. Yep, and that's what he, he wanted. wanted. Talent. He wanted talent. Um, you know, Thor apparently wanted a harem, and what is her single image? Her being surrounded by people in an extravagant clothes. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, you're right. They do kind of give you each person's uh, a version of each person's wish in the finale and like even though dragon and snake were like we want money and i was obviously immediately proven that that was incorrect yeah when he gets them by themselves yeah but so you know snake or dragon whichever just one of them what just wanted to relax and not have to worry about i'm guessing worry about anything that's the one sitting and watching tv at the end and the other one did what money everything was just a game yeah everything yeah and so he I, was gambling yeah I'm guessing, yeah, he got he got his, which was which was money, and the other one, um, I think it was Snake, who they said that actually didn't want to, didn't want the money. He was so that the money was just a cover for his insecurities. I'm guessing that's the wish of just wanting to just be alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Ox, even though they didn't really, did they say his wish? I don't think was it to have talent. To be more powerful. No, that was horse. That was horse. Oh, horse, ox. Um... I don't think they got the oxes. 
I think every time you saw Ox, it was just being a badass like Ox do. Well, no, what happened was um, when they were doing that flashback and Rat, our Rat tried to get his wish out of him, uh, Ox fired back, well, what do you want? Ah, uh, that's right. Um, so, you know, he, he definitely, scr- in his character, like, he screams to be, he just wants peace. Like, that's the, his character, one of the few during the series proper, just showed that he wanted peace and was going through the best way that he knew how, which is the polar opposite of monkey. But, you know, sometimes peace comes through conflict. Yep. Well, what was monkey's uh, wish? She wanted to end the Judy Tyson. Oh, yeah, okay. she yeah, she just wanted it over. Oh, uh, man, but like, I mean, this show, I mean, like you said, animation was good, voice acting. It is an expensive show. If you take this episode and the last three episodes, it's like a completely different crew worked on the rest of the series. Yeah, you had the B team through the entire series, except for the last three episodes. Is it common to like, or I don't know if it's uncommon, but like see how a show is doing and then redo the last few episodes? I could imagine. Like reshoot them? If that's a thing in America, that's definitely a thing in Japan. Well, here's the thing. You can reshoot things. How long would it take to redraw them? Yeah. True. Yes. Like you would have to have a fucking army to make that even remotely feasible. And I don't even want to think what that would cost in man hours, let alone equipment costs. For real. (laughs) And you would have to get the voice actors back in on extremely short notice. And Japanese voice actors have ridiculous amount of roles to their names. So they're probably all busy. Mm. So uh, do you want to give this a rating between one and ten? Um, I mean, I can't like, if we're going like Tito ratings, like we do on rant and review, um, I would maybe give this a three at, and that's being generous. And that's just cause the last three episodes, one um, point for each of the good episodes. Exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. That's where I'm sitting at. Like, yeah, this, this show had potential, especially considering I'm not a fan generally of this type of series. Like, I, I don't, like, same with our rant and reviews of movies, I don't watch stuff for excessive amounts of violence, suffering, despair, heroes dying. But, yeah. you know, they could have done a lot with this, and there was just so much squandered potential. Yeah. Um, it doesn't get a recommendation from me at all. Nope. So I'm sitting at a four. And, and, and anything below, like, a five, I can't recommend it to anyone. Yeah, there's some good story in there, but it's not enough, and it came too late to actually save it. Yeah, absolutely. The only thing yeah. I can recommend is the opening. Yeah, opening's real it's a, good. It's a good opening. But it's not better than the next show. No. No. <laughs> not by a long shot. <laughs> no. Thank you for that beautiful segue, Raul. Ancient Magus Bride, episode 12. Oh. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. I want a Ruth pillow. I want a Ruth pillow. First thing. Ruth is best boy. I want yes. a Ruth pillow. Like in every form, he is just absolute best boy. <laughs> like, because he's got the dog form. He had his like full grown form, and then he's got like a younger form, right? 
Well, no, well I has... mean, they all have a chibi form, but yeah. they don't. That's not an actual thing. That's just a metaphor. Yeah, yeah. He, has, he has his human form. He has his normal dog form. And unless he lost the ability when he became attached to Chise, he also has like dire wolf or dire dog form. Oh, but isn't he shorter in that first episode that he comes that after the graveyard? Doesn't he make himself shorter? No, I think you're thinking of um, Bone Daddy. Elias? Hmm, maybe. I, right. I, I want to say there's a little bit of mass shifting with Ruth because when he needs to be like protective guardian familiar, he does seem to like kind of envelop Chise. Yeah. And his tail gets a bit longer. So he, he does have some kind of slightly ethereal mass shifting property going on there, I think. But most of the time he is normal sized dog because he's trying to pass as a dog. Yeah. And he is a dog. He's a good boy. My urge to chase them is rising. That was great. They need to leave. <laughs> My urge to chase them is rising. It was so good. I um, love how glibly he acknowledges his like his dog. Yes. Well, he's a. Uh, they called him a Grim, right? Like a protector of the great yeah. church Grim. Yeah. He, he was a normal dog, and then he died and was reborn as a Grim. With a human form. And, well, I mean, he's a spirit. They can shapeshift. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that, that is very obviously made. Like, but uh, oh, and she's fine. And she finally finishes her wand. Yeah, we get more Santa songs. Yay, uh, Santa songs! Oh my God, I love he's that. He's now they, just Santa to me, by the way. Yeah, they um. That had better be the fucking Christmas special for next year. That's all I'm saying. Um, what is <laughs> right. it? They play it on a different track, right? They play it on a better track than in show. Oh, yeah. And you tell, and oh my god, it's it is You amazing. can market it! Yes. You can market it, yes. But yeah, it is an amazing song. All of them are. Yeah. He's done more than one at this point, but... Yeah, he did one yes. last episode, if I remember. <laughs> mm-hmm. That voice. Oh, oh, yeah. I just, like, he legitimately and deeply cares for both Elias and Chise. And he shows it in sometimes really grandiose ways, like giving Chise priceless treasures for her wand, but also in really subtle ways as well. Yeah. Um, uh, we got uh, Nevin the Fields Dragon is back. Oh my oh. god! The <laughs> for another dose. Yep, of heavy feels. If if him flying, and like thanking Tuesday for helping me relive flying for one more time, they go into the in between world, I guess. Yeah, basically purgatory. Yeah, and now or the bridge. Yes, yeah. the, the bridge, and now he's linked with her because she's using a branch from his tree. Yeah. And the fact that he asked her, he specifically asked her, not saying she could, he requested that she make a wand from his tree, knowing that it would bond their souls. Oh, yeah. Is it gave me the gave me the feels. Oh, oh yeah. There, there were there were much feels. And that's the reason why he's just now Nevin the feels dragon. And, um... and the, the exposition he pulled out. Yes. Just talk to yourself. I'm the only one here. It's like, 
you're just alone here with an old dragon. <laughs> you can go ahead and talk out loud if you want. Do you mind if I talk out okay to myself? If I talk to myself for a moment? <laughs> and, like, oh, when when they talk more about, like, what her mother did to her. Um, um, uh, and then the... the... Yeah, I want to thank Chisei's mother and father for leaving her here. I'm like, oh, <laughs> he, he kind of has a point. <laughs> and like Raul pointed out earlier in uh, priest, priest stuff and going forward, his whole bit about what does it say about the people you've saved if you're worthless? Yes. Yeah, because she, she doesn't have a great deal of self-worth in, in herself. No, she does not. Know that feeling. As in she has zero. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's completely dependent. I mean... Emotionally, she's dependent on Issei and others because she doesn't feel like. You mean like Elias? Elias, yes. Elias. <laughs> you just, you Elias. just they, they, they say it, Elias, in the show. I've been watching the dub a lot lately, so I've, I apologize. <sighs> okay, Both no, no, right. I, sub dub thing. I get you. It's no, cool. yeah, and, and yeah, and you'll notice I pop between Elias and Elias. You'll notice that I do that, and I apologize. No, it's um, cool. I understand. It's it is the fact Rachel really does not like watching subs because she just does not like having to focus on all of the things at once. Mm-hmm. Um, so she just watches shows as dubs, and I needed her to watch this show. And um, everybody needs to watch this show. Exactly, it's a fucking masterpiece. Yes. It really is. Talking about also, this show twenty years from now. How the hell does this show come out every single week? How does something this beautiful? come out every week and still every episode be amazing um they Literally, did it a week real right? talent working on it that's how this is movie quality animation consistently every single week yeah that's that's exactly what i'm saying it's like there's no way that this show should in reality be able to exist it's magical it's actually Elias and Chise writing their story. <laughs> and they just beam it to our Crunchyroll accounts every week. I'm okay with this. Headcanon accepted. Right? Oh, what if at the end of this, it's them two uh, together talking about the story? Oh. Um, so. Uh, no, 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 no. It's them telling the story to their children. Oh. oh. Little red-headed wolf skull things. The, the real How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> how I Met Your Magical Mother. Um, oh, and magical and powerful. Holy oh, yeah, crap. because we get the Firebird payoff. Oh, yeah, that, 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 that bit in the opening, that's not just a cut, a, a cut from completely random shit like some openings do. Oh, yeah, this is, they, and it's That's a scene. Like, they they so far like everything in this has been a scene like uh everything in the opening has been a scene and i am a huge fan of shows that do that i'm looking at you phineas and ferb i freaking love you for it um <laughs> and then queuing up the opening while the transformation and flying <sighs> so like, this is i glorious. have to talk to him i i have something to tell him all right so now i'm gonna bring back the i'm gonna bring back the uh the love on this a little bit 
uh ravioli ravioli do not lewd she say and make her a lolly um i can deal without naked she say um because being a 15 year old girl yeah i don't need she say boobies or butt which we got both in this episode um and yes this is marked as a mature anime um it's it's also the fact that Japan has a completely different viewpoint on age of consent stuff and oh I know I know it's just I don't need like that no, that felt you're, unnecessary you're absolutely right and to, to be fair it wasn't complete and total at the very least she was literally like wearing the flames as clothes at that point well yeah but we got full blown nudity later with her getting into the tub we got it yeah we got now with. With Sorry. the, uh, with the, I think my brain blocked out the tub scene to be perfectly honest because I completely forgot about it. Same. For the, uh, um, for the Firebird sequence, I'm willing to recommend an alternate interpretation, which is the one I had, in which you know not only is she wearing the flames, but I interpreted it as more of an artistic nude because she's actually bearing herself to Elias emotionally. And, and yeah. But I just I just don't need that, and that's just me personally. And it's not yeah. even really, it's still gorgeous. Like don't get me wrong. Like that entire yeah. scene, like the way that the the way that the flame clothes worked on her, and she out Katniss Katniss, which is fantastic. But <laughs> it was it, it just felt unnecessary for me. Yeah. Um, like I could have imagined totally her in that. like a what what I could have imagined her was in a you know in a even a form fitting like ball gown kind of thing and in bird form that would have been exquisite well th that that was what i was getting it as when she was doing the whole spiral up while she was just riding the the flames up into the sky was it looked like it was kind of like a low-cut ball gown yeah possibly that, that's how i saw it anyways yeah, i mean i've seen later. obviously that was an issue <laughs> yeah no that that was but I'm willing to interpret the the fire scene differently anyway, but yeah, the bathtub was eh. yeah, that was that was just unnecessary and like, and it's very different than what we got earlier when you got a tub scene, which was her not doing anything because at the time she was not sure of herself, she couldn't, you know, and all of this being through Chise's point of view, you know how the camera views Chise is getting better and she's viewing herself more as a person. So thusly the camera gets to view her more as a person. Thusly we get, she say button nipples. Um, and yes, I'm hung on this. Um, it might be me being a father thing or whatever, but I just, Not, yeah. I mean, nobody's blaming you for it. You are, you are entitled to have your opinion. Like, like, like Harry said, I mean, it must've been, you know, so minimal that we completely didn't even, parse it because i'm having trouble remembering that even happening it but, was right after it was right after the sheep bugs yeah i, I remember um, it now um, um but yeah i mean there's some people like as soon as something like that happens in a relatively good anime they're completely out yeah and that really did like kind of pull me out of everything and then it like thrust me back in right after that mainly with ruth eating but i mean but this is the kind of thing that i notice like when i'm watching things like this especially considering i watch these mostly on my phone or on an ipad where like i'm kind of forced like full perspective there like i'm seeing everything in this yeah. screen 
that so I kind of take in everything which sometimes in the case of like Judy Tyson is a bad thing. And this one I get to see, it may not be in like full, like glorious or everything like that, but I get to see every little detail and me as a blind person, like on a large screen, I lose some things, mm-hmm. uh, especially watching subbed anime. Um, I mean, that's why we have such a diverse group of people on here. Yeah. It's almost like I picked the people on this show because I know that we would be able to have uh, differing opinions, actual discourse. <laughs> hey, it's almost like I know what I'm doing sometimes. <laughs> um, uh, and, and that being said, like I said, wow, just, I just don't need, and, and I'm, I'm desperately, and, and part of me is afraid that as Chise discovers more of herself, the camera is going to discover more of Chise. And I don't want that. <laughs> I really hope not because like, I notice stuff like this a lot because being female myself, I'm obviously very sensitive to how females are portrayed in the media. Like I'm still hung up on that stupid locker scene from Shokugeki that we discussed last mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Like, cause there was literally no point to it. They could have been having that discussion while walking down a hallway and it would have been the same damn scene. Exactly. Um, and in this one, because And, like, obviously I'm not trying to argue with you, CJ, or invalidate how you feel about it, because how you feel about it is how you feel about it. My perspective was willing to accept it this time as the artistic nude and not as fan service, but I'm not sure how I'll feel about that if it continues. And I'm with you on that one. I can can get with you on that one. Um, And that that just kind of where, and this show has not given me any kind of proof that they are going to do that. It is just, I've been bitten by this kind of thing before, and Mm -hmm. I'm afraid that it will spill over into this. This show has not proven that they're willing to do that yet. Um, And I I mean, let's be fair. If they really wanted to start going whole hog on the fan service, they would just bring Titania back. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I think Titania might be one of the ones that kind of made and the uh, and the vampire slash succubus um, or uh, what the hell are they called? Sea days. Um, whatever. Yeah, at least at least she made sense because that was what her species does. And Titania, I had to kind of look at the corner of the screen half the time. Well, that's literally just... how Titania is always portrayed. Like that is that is that, and it might be those two characters that I re- that make me realize, oh, this show is definitely not averse to blatant fan service. I I just view Chise as this. She's a cinnamon roll. Yeah, <laughs> and I I just I, I kind of view her in in a you know in a light that doesn't really lend itself to fan service. And I just kind of hope that they don't get to that point with her. She is inviolable. Exactly. You can, you can, you can sexualize Titania, the vampires or any of the other creatures. I just, we don't need that for Chisa. At least, like I said, me, and I'm sure like if anybody's listening to this and you really like that and you want more of that, let me know. Please, I want to know. You can you can hit me up on Twitter, Dragoskai, geekioshowgmail.com. Let me know what you know you enjoyed about this because I'm very curious. And not in a you're wrong about feeling this way kind of thing. I want to know how you know people enjoyed this. What you actually want to have discussion about other people's opinions that differ from your own? Exactly. <laughs> what madness is this? Uh, That's not how the internet works. Trust me, as being the dissenting voice of the of the internet on a bunch of things lately, uh, I I get that. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
it, yeah, it just let, let me know. And but I'm not the kind of person that will um, that um, that I like that kind of thing. But that's not a bad thing on this. So I want to talk about off that the, off of that topic. Can, can we? We got backstory. Can we go, yeah. Can can we go to that fucking dream? Yes. So uh, we kind of know why her mom went crazy, or it's very highly insinuated why her mom went crazy. And also the insinuation of, and the call of, I wish I would have never have had you. Obviously something happened during the pregnancy or childbirth. See, here's, here's, here's my theory. And this is what I got out of that, that backstory dream sequence that this, this suppressed memory of hers yeah. that she's only now experiencing again because she's coming out of this dark hole. She, you know, yep. buried herself. Absolutely. Because she's starting to accept herself more, she's getting some of these repressed memories back, and that is some beautiful character development. Oh yeah. But what what I'm what I'm taking out of this is it, it's very clear from the dream sequence, mom was capable of seeing what Chise sees. Yeah. And so was dad. Yeah. We're not sure if dad was just magically inclined himself or if uh he basically picked up on it from being married to mom, basically. Yeah, it kind of rubbed off. Maybe maybe just at least the slightest bit of magic is... Or maybe, here's another crazy theory, he himself might have been a sorcerer slash alchemist. Or, yeah, exactly, or a slave aggie. You know, it's not a... It's not insinuated on what they are or how slave aggies are even actually created if it is just, like, mud blood or pure magic. I, 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 do, I do think that she got most of her talent from her mother because it's been very hinted so far through the series that strong spellcasters and redheads are not disambiguous. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole reason why they had to use her hair on her staff because that just the fact that the her her she has red hair, you know, is magical. Yeah. There's um, also a very strong indication that Dad picked it up from being married to Mom and being around Mom and Chise by the fact that he is drawn as the most every man of Japanese every men that has ever existed on the show. But he's the adorable. So, <laughs> he's so it, it, it's known that they're both dead. Both parents are are gone. Oh yeah, they're they're completely out of the picture. Yeah. Well, they never say that dad is dead. Uh he's gone. Friend, yeah. She killed herself in front of Chise. Uh, so and he he may have left because he just couldn't deal with that shit anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like especially not without mom there. I, I am highly guessing that something happened during the pregnancy, maybe on a magical end of things. Um, and dad split or something, maybe? Maybe dad split, but something happened, obviously, because they put a very big focus on her going to be a big sister. And they... Here, here's my theory on what happened. Okay. Obviously, little sister does not exist anymore. Correct. Whether it was a miscarriage or death after childbirth or something terrible like that, little sister is not a thing that exists on this plane of existence anymore. I am thinking that the, the, the grief and the loss basically drove mom to the brink and child Chise is essentially misinterpreting the intent behind, I wish I had never had you. What I believe the intent behind that is mom wishes she had never had Chise because then she would not, experience the pain of losing a child the way she has hmm. because she knows what it's like to have one yeah I, I i absolutely that's that's kind of where i was getting at with that just you know something you know 
Uh, I'm going to guess, obviously, because this show is completely revolved around magic, that something magic, some some kind of magical creature uh, either attacked I think them or... Could Chisei have been maybe involved the, somehow? I'm guessing it's that Night and Magic kid. Oh. Uh, I, I can't think of anything. He looks like the kid from Knights of Magic. <laughs> I, I, I can't fault your logic there. <laughs> um, I I think it's the the things that were following Chisei around the entire series, and yeah. they were even saying if you show fear, it will get you. The amorphous blob or whatever, and yeah, I mean, pregnancy is a very delicate time for people. So like, mom could have been you know in a particularly emotional point, and then they kind of just jumped on her. Uh, but so, I mean, though those like, kind of though, but the way that they're kind of shown may not be uh, obviously shown from a kid's point of view, but they're not shown as the magical creatures as opposed to sorcerer slash alchemical creatures. Um, so I'm just I'm and given how they put such a focus on uh, night and magic kid uh, slash the wandering Jew, um, that if he's not involved with this somehow. But we got backstory, at least, you guys. <laughs> well, more that's, backstory anyways. That's the main thing is we got, we got this major, major thing, and then they're like, yeah, that's not going to pay off in this episode, and you're not going to have that episode next week, you guys. <laughs> oh, man. And and Curse next time we, we get together, we're going to have two new episodes, hopefully. Or, or uh, are they on break? No, I don't think anything is on break. Um, next episode I'm, airs on the 6th. I yeah. looked it up. Oh, okay. So it's just they were on break this week because New Year's. Yeah, and New Year's is huge in Japan. So um, kind of a catch up on next week since we don't have a guarantee of when the J- January shows are going to start. Uh, I have homework for you guys. Oh? Yes. Does it involve watching Seven Deadly Sins? Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> I want to, I want to, since we're going to have pretty much an off week where we only have uh, two episodes of Ancient Magus Bride, and me and Raul gushing about or not gushing about Dragon Ball Super. Um, no, I think we're to be gushing about it because of the preview of what we got in epi- this next episode. Oh. Um, that, you know, I would really like to hear your guys' take on Seven Deadly Sins. Duly noted. Not sure. How, like, how, how many episodes are there? Because I'm not sure if we can catch up to that all in two weeks. Uh, 24 episodes. From season one and two, or just season one? Oh, it's just season one is 24 episodes, and then there's the OVA. Oh, so that wasn't a season two that they put on Netflix. No, they missed, they've relabeled it as the name of the OVA, which escapes me at this point. Oh, um, okay. And that's that's filler. That doesn't exist in the manga. So, oh, okay. All right. So that, I don't care. <laughs> but, um, you know, I... I at least season one of the, uh, well, the half season, uh, the 12 episodes before the new uh, OP that they get into, I'd like to at least get that discussion going. Um, anything else on Ancient Magus Bride other than, oh my God, we love this show so much? <laughs> Is it just me or did they take it up a notch for the episode preview for the next episode? Oh, absolutely. Like, I legitimately thought they were advertising a movie. Oh, 100%. And we got we got Chisei in, like, the ancient, uh, the Archmagus or whatever it is outfit. So, 
we got that showing for us for like three seconds. And that brief <laughs> second clip of the freaking dragon mode Elias. Right? Oh. <laughs> so here's the question. Are you going to skip this week's episode and watch both of them together the following week? Or are you going to? No. No. Are you insane? <laughs> you can skip Magus Day. <laughs> Which is Saturday at 1230 Eastern, right? Friends don't let friends skip Magus Day. <laughs> um, okay. Oh my God. So, Raul, did you watch uh, Dragon Ball Super episode 121? Yes. All right. So, hey, Josh, you remember in episode 120 where we're like, giant robots attack, right? Josh got quiet, or I got, or I'm lagging, which is a. I, I'm I'm waiting for the payoff. Oh, um, so we had a fusion of uh, Doctor Pepperoni with the with the giant robots, and we get this weird amalgamation of like every movie villain. <laughs> he has the teleporting punches of Janemba and like the weird bubbles of that guy they turned into Santa Claus, uh, <laughs> and still technically a robot, but he's like Cell. Um, so he's bio android, essentially, mm. or bio robot. And this one is like the whole episode is is done fighting this guy. Yeah, it, it's it's the mini boss battle. Yeah, and it takes all of them to fight, even Frieza. Yeah, free even Frieza got involved in it. Like it, it was kind of it was kind of cool watching them all work together and at their maximum potential. And we got a great scene uh, where 17 gets knocked out of the ring. And 18's like, nah, son, you're stronger than me. You get the hell back in there. I'm going to sacrifice myself. You do your little pinball-y robot, uh, pinball-y uh, bubble thing, and I'm going to energy blast you back into the ring. But I'm going to spend some time with my husband, okay? Okay, thanks, bye. Um, which still... was a little bit of a cop-out, but that's kind of an 18th character. Like, she... All, like her character has always been put others before yourself. That's the reason why she like almost sacrificed herself to self to save 16. Um, you know, the only time that she's been, sh I mean, even like all of her motives about money is because I want my husband not to be able to work so hard. And I want to have a, a steady environment for my daughter. Yeah, which you can't blame her for that. I mean, she... no, like they they kind of part they kind of make her LOL money 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 money, but then like it's fully because she just wants to have a stable relationship. Yeah, and a I stable mean, life. If she wanted to, she could blast into a bank and out before anyone knew anything. Oh yeah, and pre killer pre pre uh the killer giving her the D, she probably would have and did in fact with the going and stealing clothes thing Here's um, my trucker hat. <laughs> <laughs> um but so that was like it, it kind of it, it upset me that she went out because you know i love 18 but like it was fully in character a bunch of the backlash was this is not in character for her blah 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 i'm like no have like, you not paid attention to the rest of the show yeah she is she has always been others before herself like <laughs> Except for the future Trunks timeline, that is her entire thing. Like, it, it, she went out like her character did. Like, she got her badass moment of being able to punch out a giant uh, Ribrion. Is it bad that I'm still a little salty about Piccolo going down? 
Yeah, Piccolo still went out like a chump, and that still pisses me off. Um, but 17 got his uh, comeuppets. Like, he did not waste his – he did not throw away his shot. And while they're doing their uh, combination uh, beam struggle, 17's like, wait a second. I'm more useful up close in this kind of thing. Throws on his bubble, rides the energy wave through, like, throw, rides the combination Kamehameha, Final Flash, and Death Beam through, uh, through the, um, up to the weird-ass giant movie villain thing and, like, focuses his energy shield into his one fist, which is a really cool new development that has never been shown, and just smashes the ever-living crap out of this robot. It's almost like giant robot fights are a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, oh, man. Um, that was what, Universe 2? Yeah, that was 3. 3. Yeah, three's out, obviously. Um, they, uh, You did get a fact that their god of destruction is not a giant robot. It is a dude riding in a giant robot. <laughs> At the very end, just pops out. Laters. Yeah, and they all kind of went out like, yeah, we did our best. Like... We wanted to win. We fought hard. We were top three universes, y'all. We're going out. Peace. <laughs> and then and, it just goes with the showdown between. Oh, yeah. Uh, Universe 11 with uh, Jiren, Topo, and Rabbit Dude, whose name doesn't matter because he's going to get knocked out next episode. So, right. And, and they only have, what, 10 minutes left? Yeah, 10 minutes left in the tournament. And then just those three fighters and then the people who are going to win. Um just those three fighters and the people who are going to win. You think they're going to have it come down? It's going to be Jiren and Goku, right? Uh, I'm still saying it's going to be Jiren and Gogeta. I think we're going to go Gogeta. Um, or maybe even uh, maybe we're just going to get back um, Vegito, Vegito, Vegito again. Uh, because the Patara earrings have never been paid off uh, for Universe 7. Um, and proven that, hey, this dude can bring down a god. So I'm still, my goal, my my thing is going to be Full power Jiren, maybe God, he's going to uh, take over weird uh, Boza the Clown's God powers somehow and um, versus Ultra Instinct Gogeta or, or Vegito, one or the other. But we're going to get the fusion of those two or maybe even Gohan in there. I would like to see a unique fusion. <laughs> like they've always like something we haven't seen before in Dragon Ball. And they've done that pretty well in this in this arc. Like, this arc has pretty much been, hey, you guys, here are new things for you to buy and do. Oh, <laughs> like, man. I, I you think Dragon Ball Fusion's canon by having multiple people fusion. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> five-man fusion. That would be fantastic. Um, they've kind of hinted, I mean, since Z of Gohan and Goku fusing. Like, it's always kind of been that insinuation. I would love to see the, the Kai-powered Gohan with the Ultra Instinct and just kind of going between them, like that, what that would create. Well, uh, um, the thing with Gohan, he's got mist Gohan mystic form, right? Yeah, but Which, that's literally God. That's God energy. Like they, they, it, they, that. Well, that's creation God energy as opposed to destruction God energy, which is what uh, Super Saiyan God is. Um, his that's directly based from a Kai. That's Kai's energy. <laughs> I mean, they they've shown. I mean, um. What the hell? That other Kai, the one that tried to kill Goku, or that did kill Goku. Uh, Zamas? Yeah. He had, that was Kai energy. He was powerful. Yeah. And, like, Gohan, like, 
that that is entirely the reason why he doesn't go super saiyan anymore because his power goes even further beyond super saiyan 3 like they they put that on par and i would imagine like him going the whole hog um is on par with super saiyan god at this point like they they definitely not not super saiyan blue uh but they definitely put it up there with like insinuating that it's just as strong as um ginger goku <laughs> yeah i mean because um what was the fusion name of uh K- of Kel and uh oh Khalifa? Yeah, Khalifa. That was Super Saiyan 3 going up against Super Saiyan God. Yeah. Um So yeah, I mean it's possible. I mean it's I I, I just I would like them to do something unique and uh not just Vegeta and Goku because they they insinuate that um well Everybody else who's gone up against Jiren has got knocked the fuck out. And uh, next episode preview shows Vegeta going up against Jiren. (laughs) Ginger Goku, can I buy that at Whole Foods? Yes. That would make it interesting if, you know, their plan was to go with uh, Gogeta or Vegito and then Vegeta gets knocked the fuck out. And and it's just like, uh, dad? Uh, what are we I gonna do? do? Uh, I do feel so bad for Vegeta though, because he always comes up short. He does. Uh, um, which, how do they fuse in the first place, anyways? They got to be about the same size. <laughs> Is it power level? It's his hair. And yeah. Also his ego. <laughs> well, in that case, Goku's coming up short. You right. Yeah. Um, Goku's appetite makes up for Vegeta's. Ego. Ego. Holy crap! That's <laughs> surprised the also, ring can it, hold maybe, both of them. Maybe it doesn't matter with the Potara earrings because the first time we ever saw those was with Kabuto Kai. So yeah, uh, and, and they were completely different sizes. And for the record, Gogeta is not or Gogeta. He's quite the Gogeta. Uh, is not a um, is not canon in any way. Like so, it w- if they did that, it would be interesting to see because. It's only yeah, been Gogeta is when they do the fusion dance, right? No, yeah, that's, that Gogito, is, that's only been in movies and in GT, neither of which are canon. Yeah. So um, it would be interesting if they choose to go that route or if they just cop out and do, I really want to see something ridiculous. Like, I want to see like Frieza and Gohan fuse with Patara. Like, one, I want to see Frieza put on a Patara earring with no ears. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he puts it on the tail. <laughs> figures out that's his ear the entire time that's how he heard so that that's when uh, goku rips off his tail during the initial fight it was just him mike tysoning him <laughs> that's uh, why he's so pissed off at the monkey <laughs> oh, <laughs> my ear you son of a bitch but we still haven't seen like frieza versus jiren we don't know where he stacks against him I yeah, I doubt we're gonna see that though. Like Frieza's purpose Frieza can't stack up. Frieza's not a fighter by nature. Yeah, yeah even I... Golden Frieza is not like Frieza on... is powerful, but he's a planner. He's a plotter. Mm-hmm. I'm honestly disappointed he's in this at all. Yeah, I'm still surprised. Like, if they were gonna do a villain, which is fine. Cell. There's literally no reason why you didn't get goddamn Cell. Like the guy the... who lives to fight. Yeah, and would make a lot more sense if we have Mamba much more team player because he's literally everybody. <laughs> oh, that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> it's just, it, it makes, it made no sense for Frieza other than marketing that they were like, hey, we had Golden Frieza already and that went over well with the Japanese crew. So continue Golden Frieza. <laughs> and it's just, 
There's no in-character reason for them to want to bring that asshole back. Yeah, and like, and the fact that they gave Boo such a strong showing right before the tournament, like, they gave Boo a new form, like, uh. like that, that had Goku and Super Saiyan Blue on the ropes. So this was stronger than freaking Super Boo. And like, Boo! yeah, and then oh my god, Boo! Oh my god, why? Is it because Blue? I mean, Boo is like. He's super powerful. He's older than like not older than the universe, but they don't know how he was created. He was he's prehistoric. Like that's what the egg is insinuated. The egg just kind of goes from planet to planet every time Boo eats that planet. It just he goes back into his uh egg and floats around and something unlocks it on each planet. And on Earth it was uh Bibbity Bobbity and Boo. Hmm. Then you have Boo well, and Bibbity. Bibbity was supposedly the one who made him. And the ball was just a way of containing him when he didn't want him destroying everything in sight. Mm. And then it's in it's in the Boo saga that Goku basically tricks Boo into killing Bobbity. Yeah. And then they lose the ability to throw him back in his Pokeball. Yeah. And and we worked but out. Thankfully, we had Mr. Satan to befriend him. Yes. Because Mr. Satan is the champion for all of us. <laughs> he's the champion of our hearts yes yeah. um it, it just yeah it's still yeah i'm with you and pretty much the entire internet is with you carrie there's literally there's there was never any reason for frieza to be in here other than like hey remember frost from universe six he was a thing and but we had a cell analog with the fusing of human and machine from universe three so again like yeah, uh, like it was—it was weird writing and a weird choice for the for the writers to put Frieza in there as opposed to somebody who had actually worked. Because I really wanted to see Cell go uh, Super Saiyan God. Because I mean, he has five pure-hearted Saiyans inside of him. Yeah. Wait. Does he? <laughs> My only like maybe they were worried about controlling him. Like I can understand them not wanting to bring Boo, uh, just because like if that had been an option, he's too unpredictable. Yeah, well, and no, also Boo, Boo is fine now is the thing, because the kid Boo that's defeated at the end of the Super Saga is yeah, created from the expelled evil from Boo. Like what Boo is now is basically the leftover essence of the Boo genetics plus Daikayo. Yeah, but he's still a little kid, right? Like, I mean, he got in a fight with Beerus over pudding. Yeah, and in that case, yeah, you could have been maybe not Krillin and have Goten and Trunks in there because at least you would have had Gotenks in there, which can kick some ass. Um, or poor Tian Shan. Shin Han. <laughs> like, oh. Shin Han. <laughs> uh, Krillin, I understand, because there was no way Goku was not going to pick his best buddy for this one. Um, and as I've heard, he actually you know holds his own early on because – He's not pathetic. No, he's not pathetic. And he does he, he, he just doesn't stack up compared to the Saiyans. I did have a question about Master Roshi, but oh yeah, Ma- boy. Yeah, or yeah, fine. Tian Shin Han can be there. Master Roshi, yeah. Have uh, replaced Frieza and Master Roshi with freaking trunks and goten. Because the the even before the tournament, like in universe six, the universe six arc, it was yeah, no fusions. Okay, so go tanks can't happen. In this arc, they're like even then zen was like yeah bring whatever you can fuse and this was noted even before uh the patara mm-hmm. earrings were thrown in there CJ. my 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 guess is that maybe put a stop to that 
Um, I don't remember. Like, I don't like, remember. Or like off screen, can you imagine Chi Chi letting Goten into something like that? But I mean, okay, so assuming, you know, assuming Universe 7 loses, they'd all be dead anyway. So, like, and there and they've been they were notified hey there will be no death in this that's the reason why gohan was able to just be like all right cool i'm just gonna go do this thing cool cool videl awesome i'm gonna go train with mr piccolo for a while um hi dad exactly dad it's been forever and then dad being best mom as he's babysitting pan um (laughs) (laughs) yes um but it just it, it yeah frieza literally never made any sense and Unless they're going to have some payoff with it in this, which I don't think they're going to. Um, like may- maybe he'll turn around and stab everyone in the back and set up for the next arc, but. Yeah, exactly. A, a lot uh, of people are thinking there's going to be the Dark Angel arc. Yeah, like one, like he's going to somehow convince, like somehow take over Angel Power or, you know, Dark uh, uh, God Obstruction Power. And because his wish, he's always been, he's always said, hey, my wish is to become a god. Like, if I get Super Dragon Ball power, I'm going to become a god, you guys. And Goku's, like, still like, okay, cool. Well, <sighs> Poor PyCon. PyCon oh. never going to show up again. <laughs> I forgot about PyCon. I never forget PyCon. Hashtag never forget PyCon. <laughs> All right, you guys. Let's go ahead and wrap this baby up. Uh, you can reach us by email, geekioshow@gmail.com, Social media all over the place is slash show. Uh, give us a geek, uh, give us a geek hotline, you know, uh, those are words, uh, 727-489-4335 at a 727-489-GEEK. And once again, thank you to the amazingly talented Jonathan Young, Young for letting me butcher his attack on Titan cover for our intro. Oh, <sighs> next week, we're going to have a little bit more to watch. Well, is it just super and, um, uh, yeah, it's just, I mean, unless something premieres between now and then, uh, it's super and, uh, ancient Magus pride. That's okay. the reason why I gave homework. All right. Um, I'll go ahead and go through what showed up because I think there's like a few stuff that started a few stuff. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, stuff. and watch a couple of first episodes. So yeah, I'll, I'll, since I've watched, since I've watched freaking, uh, <laughs> Um, seven deadly since five times. I will probably not watch that and probably just cu- pop a couple of uh, oh, might watch an episode of Black Clover, see what the hell's happening on it. <laughs> it's the tune and exams. Oh, yes. oh, so we I don't, don't want to do Boruto, right? Boruto's fun, Boruto is so fun. Um, it's 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 fine, it's but it's it is definitely one of those ones where like. If you are not fully caught up on both Naruto and Boruto, like the show doesn't make a lot of sense. Even me as a watcher of all of Naruto and the reader of the manga, like some of it is even still lost on me. Um, Winter's 2018 simulcasts, Black Clover, Ancient Magus Bride, Food Wars, Boruto, MMO Junkie. None of it is up yet. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, none of it is up as of yet. So. All right. Was, um, and we're trying to find something that balances out all this shonen bullshit that we're watching. Yes, exactly. Yeah, come April, it's just going to be nonstop shonen bullshit. And we're going to get a bunch of it this one too, with giant robot probably shonen fighting. <laughs> 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 Seven oh, in the Franks. Um, 
So I mean, we're cannot we're, wait for that shit to start. Um, Love Rice Two. That's a thing. They made a <laughs> sequel of that. I didn't know. I don't know what that is. So yeah, the, the the synopsis of the original series is personifications of the different strains of rice. Like and go they're, on. They're trying to. They're trying to compete with bread to see who's the most popular grain or something like that. Oh Jesus. Uh, yeah no uh i'm good <laughs> if, we're, if we're watching anime about grains we're gonna go back a few years and watch yakitate japan get them solar hands on it all right guys uh we will see you next uh in a couple of weeks and tune in tomorrow for small screen spoiler show so you guys Ooh. for all of us we will see you next time bye Bye. Bye. Ready for this? Hi, my name is Water Buffalo, and I hope you've enjoyed this VK Media Network production. Copyright 2018. You see how that works? <laughs> <laughs> Love I it. love you, Dale. Is that the real outro? That's the real outro. I love you, Dale. <laughs>